Steffi Callister, Cambridge 105 Radio Drive. Um, delighted to say, joining me in the studio, Stephen Parisian, who's the Chief Executive of Palace House in Newmarket. You've got an exhibition on at the moment, currently about to run, George IV. Tell me a bit about George IV. He's a, a larger-than-life character um, from the early 19th century um, who adored horses, adored Newmarket, adored so many things. The greatest ever royal builder, the greatest ever royal collector, someone who was you know, really, really keen on culture, also very keen on women too. So <laughs> that, in a way, led, led to his downfall. So did he spend a lot of time in Newmarket? He did. Uh, we were one of his fam- fam- favourite places until until the scandal of 1791, which is the central episode in our exhibition. Oh, tell well, us more. When uh, Well, I do want to give the story away, so come <laughs> and visit. But re- there was a big scandal, which George was already a, a controversial figure. And when one of his horses did badly one day and then brilliantly the next, everyone said, oh, wait a minute, no, this is all a bit of a setup." So that, that never happens in Newmarket. It never happens ever, <laughs> ever. But he was quite controversial, wasn't he? He was. He was, um, from, from the time, I mean, from his teenage years, he was a gift to the satirists. His life became a soap opera, you know, that, that they, he just provided them with one story after another, a legal marriage, lots of mistresses, you know, huge. He was a, such a gifted man, but he was so, such, so much in the grip of his, of his passions. He was a man who lived life to the full and, and even further. So is the display, is it all about horses or will it also depict his other interests like his love of lavish clothing and that sort of thing? We're um, running this exhibition with the Royal Collection um, at Buckingham Palace and they have a big exhibition uh, which has just launched on George IV at the, the whole man. What we're doing is complementing that and most of the loans are from Her Majesty the Queen with an exhibition on George and, and the horse. So it's partly racing, it's partly how he uses horses to really try and create this martial image of, of the man who will, is there to ride to Britain's defence. So Now you have, I believe, written a biography about him. I right? have indeed, thank and you. And in which it's described as vain, obese, childish, but so majestic. That could describe another royal at the moment, really, couldn't it? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> That's currently in the news a lot. <laughs> um, do you think the atmosphere of the exhibition is going to reflect his personality? Uh, very much so, um, and particularly if you look at the Royal Collection exhibition at Buckingham Palace too, he was an astonishing figure, perhaps um, very much a lesson for our time, someone who was so gifted, and yet um, when he died he had the worst ever obituaries any mod- monarch of the modern era has ever had. <laughs> so far. So, so far. <laughs> um, but in the, one has to say, you, you look at, at, at the exemplary behaviour of, of, of our, our current Queen, who, you know, rightly r- remains aloof um, from everything as, as, a, as a proper figurehead. Yes, never complain, never explain. No, and, and George, though he wished to do that, he always said he never quite got it and, and his life always descended into caricature and again, a complete gift to the printmakers, the satirists, um, who had an absolute, you know, a, a wonderful time depicting the, the next, the latest scandal. How was he viewed by the community? I mean, how did the public react to him? I think by the end of his life, he was to some extent a, a, a irrelevant. He, he, was a, he was a soap opera. Um, 
Britain was very keenly monarchist, but it's just that they weren't that keen on the particular monarch, or indeed his brothers. Part of the reason why I think people tolerated him was that, you know, the brothers were even worse. So, um, in a way, one could look to, you know, his, later on to Victorian Albert, who we know from very much from the TV series, to sort of make the monarchy, uh, make the monarch more relevant again to everyday life. So do you have a favourite piece of the exhibition and why? Yeah, the, the, the two big central prints by Thomas Rowlandson, one, one of the greatest ever cartoonists we've ever had in this country, where he skewers the prints um, over this central scandal of 1791. Um, it, it's the sort of scurrilous depiction you'd never get today. Um, even in, in private art, even in the most, you know, the, the most scathing publication, um, where George is, is already depicted as someone who's in on the, on the deal, is, is already seen as corrupt, um, or that something underhand about what he does. Um, Rowlandson does that so well, and yet at the same time stays out of prison. You sound like you're quite fond of him. He, he is a fast. He again, he's a very colourful character. He he loved life. He was a great bon viveur. He popularised champagne. He popularised whiskey in Britain. Um, he uh, say he he very much loved women. He he lived life to the full. He was a great fan not just of horse racing but of every sport. He was a keen um, follower of cricket, archery, you name it. Uh, he loved it. So very much a Renaissance man. It's just a shame that. Um, in in some respects, particularly his expenditure, he just followed his passions to excess. Where can people go to learn more about it or get tickets? Uh, They can can go online um, at the Palace House website or just rock up from... So it launches uh, this Friday, the 29th of November. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and thanks to Mary Paltridge and Jodie Miller for setting it up.